When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. How to get the most out of your money. Tips from America's cheapest family. It's easier than people think. So you've always been this way. It works with everything from food to clothes to houses to cars. What to never pay full price for. That's huge. Things that you can do to have more money left at the end of the month. Plus. Cut your grocery bill in half. And if you're not interested in that, you're eating too much. This is going to be a changing day in your life. 10 seconds to air. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. Here we go. I want you to get excited about your life. Four, three. Let's do it. If you're looking for ways to save money, get out your pen and paper and get ready to start taking some notes today. The show is full of real tips to help you save more on clothes, utilities, vacations. We're even gonna show you how to cut your grocery bill in half. That's right, I said cut your grocery bill in half. And if you're not interested in that, you're eating too much. (laughs) You have too much money, you don't want that. All right, in fact, this group here in the audience has some great tricks up their sleeve for saving money. And you're gonna hear from them later in the show. Now, my first guests have mastered the art of spending less. The Economides family have the secret to living on around 44,000 a year, and they have five kids. Now, they may be frugal, but you would never know it by the way they live. Let's meet them. I'm Steve Economides. And I'm Annette Economides, and we are proud to be America's cheapest family. That is cute. We have five children, and three of them still live at home. And the house we're living in right now is just about paid off. We can tell you the truth, we've got extra money. Our spending, even in this economy, hasn't changed. All right, it sounds intriguing, doesn't it? But they actually live pretty well. The house itself is about 3,500 square feet. It's five bedrooms, three baths. It also has a pool. Very often, our kids will wear designer clothes. This is a Jessica McClintock dress. I got it for $7. We've gone on some fabulous vacations. We've been to Colorado a couple of times, California and New York several times. I know that today life is good. We want to encourage others that frugality is not a life of deprivation. Okay, so how do they do it? Now, I want to show you some of their secrets. Take a look. We operate on a cash system. We don't use credit. We don't have debt. If we don't have the money for something, we don't buy it. These are my coupons. They can save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a year on your groceries. Freezers are a great tool. It allows you to stock up, allows us to stock up. Frozen milk will last indefinitely. So this milk we bought for $1.53, we're gonna keep, and when milk prices go up to $2, $2.50, we're still gonna have $1.53 milk. Our budget is set up so that every possible expense that you think you can occur in a family money is set aside for that. We buy probably 90% of our clothes at thrift stores. That's what we're comfortable with. Finding a great bargain is the ultimate prize. 
Well, welcome America's cheapest family, Steve and Annette. Uh, also, Abby, Joe, and Becky are here in the audience. Hi, guys. Now, their last name really is Economides. True? True. That was your name always? No, no. It well, used to be McGraw, but we changed it. Yeah, that. okay. <laughs> now, they've written a book called America's Cheapest Family Gets You Right on the Money. And they refer to themselves as the economical economitas. Now, try saying that three times really fast. Not good. So what got you into all of this? We started out really not living on much money. And we went through a marriage prep class, and they spent one week talking about finances, and they shared the concept of budgeting, and we looked at each other and said, we'd never heard it before. Have you heard this? No. And so we gave it a try, and... You'd never heard the concept of budgeting? Nope. Well, you sure got it right once they taught it to you. You learned all that in a week? No. Well, just the one week of marriage prep, but we've yeah. been living it for 26 years. Right. So you've always been this way in your marriage. That's right. Okay. So you paid off a house in nine years with kids mm -hmm. and making how much money a year? At that time, our average income was about $33,000, but we didn't buy the biggest house. We bought a repo. We fixed it up. We sold it for way more than we paid for it, but it was just common sense stuff. Don't okay. buy big. You guys say there are three really important concepts that you want to embrace. Number one is avoid debt like the plague. Correct. What do you mean? Well, just don't incur debt because debt, people think debt actually increases their lifestyle because they can buy the nice stuff. But in reality, you've got to pay for it eventually. So if someone comes to us and says, you know, you don't you have the money for this right now, but we'll put it on credit. We say, you know what? We're not interested. And then you say, live below your means. What do you mean, live below your means? You have, a ha you have to have a handle on how much income is coming in on a monthly basis. So it's just a numbers thing. So you look at your numbers, you look at your expenses and what you're setting money aside for, and you know that what the, the sum total has to be less than what you're bringing home. Okay, but to do that, you have to be willing to tell yourself, no, you have to violate the principle of immediate gratification, which in America, I mean, come on. We want what we want when we want it, and we want it now. You know, it's a lot easier than people think. Yeah, it really is once you get into it, right? Here's, here's what we say. You can either borrow the money, you can use credit, or you can use creativity. And if you don't have the money, there are so many ways to get exactly what you want without going into debt. And that's what we've done. And it works with everything from food to clothes to houses to cars. Well, let's take a look at that. Your third principle is you have to embrace a thrifty lifestyle. Now, I don't want to talk theory today. I want to talk about things you can do. I want to put verbs in our sentences, things that you can do to have more money left at the end of the month or to have more goods and services that you need to run your family. So I wanted to see just how frugal they could be. I gave Steve and Annette a challenge. Take a look. Dr. Phil, you gave us a challenge to see how many groceries we can get for 100 bucks. Let's go shopping. It is absolutely critical to have a plan when you head to the grocery store. And the grocery list helps you to look through your pantries and take stock of what you already have in the house and your freezers and then come up with what you want to pick up. We use walkie-talkies so that as we go throughout the store, as I work the inner aisles and Steve works the outer loop, we can communicate with each other and it helps us get through the store faster. Yeah, get, get some more kisses. What aisle are you on? Aisle five. Coupon queen on aisle five. <laughs> then we look at the food ads. They are like your lottery ticket. Cabbage, you want to know the price on cabbage. What are the buy prices for things? What are the sale prices for things? That is a better deal. If you spend 15 minutes a week just planning a week's menu, life will be less stressful and you'll save money too. The total is 106.75.
that's awesome. We got 13 bags of groceries. There was strawberries, bananas, ham. We got toilet paper, toothpicks, cream of mushroom soup, jelly, tuna. We got two gallons of milk because that was the limit that day. We saved $80.78. Not bad. Okay, so now that would have cost uh, $186, $190. You got it for just about $100 just by being smart. Do you actually shop that way? Do you call and check and what's this in the paper? You guys communicate? I mean, you look like you're out in the battlefield. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Devil Baker Charlie. (laughs) This is is a, a strategic strike. We don't want to spend our lives in the store. So we shop once a month. We make it take as little time as possible. We work together as a team. Okay, but once a month to go to the grocery... I mean, could y'all shop once a month for groceries? See, everybody's saying it's not realistic. It is. Well, you know what we say? We tell people, okay, the average person is going to the grocery store two, three, four times a week. So what we say... Remember, we're black belts. We've been doing this for a long time. So when you're starting out, just go once a week. All right, well, they've put together a list. And let's take a look at tips on how you can slash the grocery bill. Number one, you say buy bread from bakery outlets because you can get like day old. Right, actually sometimes it's that day. It's so, or, or day old and if it's, fr- if it's the good quality wheat, it's not a big deal. Okay, and shop in multiple stores. So you say cherry pick. Right. right. You know, if, if somebody's got this as a lost leader, get that there, then go somewhere else. Right. Okay, buy in bulk and freeze the extra items. I mean, people really don't like to eat frozen foods, though. It gets freezer burn and all that. Is there a right way to do this? If yeah. your meats are vacuum sealed in heavy plastic, they will last a year or more. Okay, you say, obviously, stock up on sale items. So if you get something that's on sale, you'll buy more than you may need for that period of time. Exactly. So, because it's a staple, you'll it, need it. Yeah, for so a in the summertime when barbecue sauce is on sale, we'll get six or eight of them. Okay, eat leftovers, pretty obvious. Learn which fruits and vegetables are in season and buy at the lowest prices. So don't buy something they've flown in from Guatemala that morning. Exactly. Because you can wait and get that when it's in season. Right. The point is, you can wind up with pretty much the same stuff and you still got money in your pocket. That's right. Or you can get that stuff and you have no money in your pocket. So it's just a matter of what you think your time is worth. That's right. Right. All right. Now, the Economitas family is going to be giving their best money-saving tips throughout the show. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about how to dress your family for less. I mean, really dress your family for a whole lot less. We'll be right back. The challenge that Dr. Phil gave us at the thrift store was to see how many clothes we could buy for $75. It's a Liz Claiborne, and it's a green tag, so it's $5. Let's check out. We buy probably 90% of our clothes at thrift stores. First tip that we use for shopping for clothes is that we go with a list. We don't just go to browse. You want to check to make sure there's no ripped seams, no stains. If there are stains and you think they're washable, ask for a discount. Thrift stores run incredible deals. Sometimes they'll have 99 cent days. Sometimes they'll have fill a bag day. You need to know what their deals are and shop on those days to get better bargains. Be smart about how you shop. Don't buy what you don't need. We're facing some of the toughest economic times in history, and everyone is looking to cut corners and save money. Now, the Economitas family calls themselves America's cheapest family, and they have great tips for living on less. Now, I wanted to see just how thrifty they really are, so I sent them to a thrift store in their hometown to see if they could get outfits for all five of them 
for 75 bucks. So let's see how they did. The challenge that Dr. Phil gave us at the thrift store was to see how many clothes we could buy for $75. Oh man, see here we go. Look at this, Abby. It's a Liz Claiborne and it's 10 bucks, which means, and it's a green tag, so it's half price, so it's $5 tonight. Our daughter Becky got two skirts and a shirt. Our son Joe got two pairs of basketball shorts, a red vest and a flame shirt. Our daughter Abby picked up a black dress with pink trim and a two-piece black outfit, and it looked great. I picked a black blazer that I've been looking for for a while. Let's check out. I know we did good. Oh man, we missed it by a buck seventy-five. We got thirteen items. It pays to be cheap. Okay, it makes sense to shop at thrift stores, right? I mean, clearly, we're we're going to talk about that now. I've actually. Uh, added someone to our group here. Susie Pearson is one of the volunteers at the UCLA thrift shop right here in LA. Now, Susie, you've been doing this for how long? 12 years, over 12 years. 12 years, yes. mm -hmm. okay. Now, you think that thrift shops are a great idea, but there are some tips that you've got for people that shop at thrift stores, right? Absolutely, yes. Like, number one, you say you gotta know what the price is before you get there? Yes, know your prices beforehand. Do a little research beforehand, and so that when you're going into the store, you know if you're getting a, a good buy or not. Okay, now I've been in your thrift shop here, the UCLA thrift shop, and you guys don't just have clothes. You've got, you have everything, everything in the world there. You've got electronics and all of that. But you say check those things before you take them out of the store, yes. right? Yes, you know, um, we actually check our electronics ahead of time, but some thrift stores don't. So, you know, make sure you're getting something. And sometimes you can get uh, a 24-hour return policy on them. Okay. Um, not all thrift stores do that, but some do. Now, so see, do you got and finding these thrift stores, I'm telling you, you can be strategic about this. Like the one that Susie's been involved with forever kind of sits at a junction between Beverly Hills, Bel Air, and Brentwood. Right. So you get really good stuff in there, we right? We do. We get wonderful things. And aren't most of the thrift stores really for a good cause? What's the UCLA thrift shop doing? Ours goes to patient aid. It's really for people who have, are, are quite desperate. And we also buy blood mobile, we buy ambulances. We really help people in the hospital at UCLA. Right, so you got close to a million dollars in sales last year Absolutely. to generate for all of this yes. stuff and all yes. donated things. Mm -hmm. All donated. Okay, all and donated. if you don't want to shop at a thrift shop or you don't need to, then donate to a thrift shop. And I can tell you, the UCLA thrift shop, Robin and I donate there. So if you like some of the stuff you see hurrying every day, <laughs> UCLA thrift shop right there, you can find it. Is that outfit going? Oh, yes, I will send it over there. I hope so, Robin. Huh? <laughs> all right. Now, all right, but now, listen, there can be a stigma about this. These are the Economitas kids in the family. How do you guys feel about shopping in a thrift shop? It's normal. We've done it all our lives. Okay, now you say that you've never paid more than 10 bucks for a pair of jeans? I think 10 bucks is expensive. And how about formal wear? Formal, 30 bucks is expensive. I've never paid over $30 for my formals. Really? 30 bucks for formals, and they look great. Where did you get these clothes? Savers. That's okay, that's a, that's a thrift store. So what'd your outfit cost you? 15. Yours was, stand up and give us a little twirl. <laughs> Okay, very nice. All right, so what'd you pay for, stand up, what'd you pay for your outfit? Paid 24 bucks for this whole thing. Yeah. 24 bucks. 
right. Did they give you 10 bucks to take the hat? Or did you have to pay for that? No. All right, what'd you pay for your outfit? I paid 12. Okay, so now let's see. Uh, very stylish, very stylish. All right, so you can get some good deals. Now, Susie put together some low-priced outfits from the UCLA thrift shop. So let's bring out the models. Two of our staffers, Amy and Sarah, along with Matisse, whose mom works here at the Dr. Phil Show. Right. Now, well, let's start with Sarah. Well, Sarah is wearing a Banana Republic back dress. The dress, the thrift shop price on that is $20. She's wearing um, BP shoes, which we sell for $18, for a total of $38. Her outfit would retail for over $200. $200. Buck. Okay, give us a little spin here, Sarah. Now, tell us about Amy. Okay, Amy is wearing a Divine Brentwood jacket, which we sell for $20. She's wearing a pair of Banana Republic pants, which actually she found in the children's section, which she only paid $3 for. We normally charge a little more than that. And she's wearing um, private collection shoes, which we sell for $15. Her outfit thrift shop total is $40, and it would retail for over $250. Wow. Okay, what's Matisse got on here? Matisse is looking great. Matisse is wearing an Abercrombie hoodie, which we sell for $4. A La Cosa. A uh, long sleeve tee for $4. A knit scarf, we charge $6. She's wearing her own jeans, so they were free, but we would sell them for $4. And um, the boots are hers as well. We would sell boots for $10 to $12. So the thrift shop total on that is $30, and it would retail for over $100. Yeah, okay, now Matisse, you gotta give us a little catalog style pose. <laughs> Matisse, aren't you supposed to be in school today? I'm pretending I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're pretending to be sick. But didn't you just win like a big literary contest for like the whole school district? There's this thing called the Reflections Program, and I wrote a poem, and I got first place throughout third, fourth, and fifth grade, and second place out of the whole district. All right. All right, when we come back, a couple who keeps blowing their budget and needs some help. Plus, we've got tips and tricks on how to save on your household utility bills. And Susie Pearson and the Economies are all going to be on my SWAT team to get these people living within a budget. We'll be right back. Everyone should go over budget. If we could keep it under $20, that would be really good. All right, well, it's not gonna be less than 20. We've got some great tips to help families save on their utility bills. Put a jacket on your water heater to keep it from losing the heat. We recommend that you close the vents in the rooms that you don't use so that while the heater's working, it heats the rooms that you do need. Any family that has kids will know this one. Put self-closing hinges on your doors and it keeps the cold from coming in. Well, that was Steve and Annette Economides who have written a book called America's Cheapest Family Gets You Right on the Money. Now, those were several of their tricks for how to cut down your utility bill. Now, Daniel and Mandy are a couple who need to read the book. Uh, they say they need help learning how to cut back on their expenses. They've separated twice over money They've even filed bankruptcy, but still can't manage to stick to any kind of budget or guideline. 
My greatest fear is that Mandy and I won't be able to pay our bills. Whenever we weren't able to cover a bill, we would borrow it from friends and family. My parents' donation to us over the years is in the tens of thousands. When Mandy and I got married, we did have debt totaling $40,000. Hey, babe. Yeah. Every month we go over budget. If we could keep it under $20, that would be really good. All right, well, it's not gonna be less than 20. The original amount for groceries was $300. Our grocery budget was $700 last month. If we do run out of money, we will use some of the reserve that we have, which is actually gone now. When we rented the apartment, everything was included, water, sewage, garbage, and now that we're in a house, each one of those are another individual bill. I didn't think the thermostat was gonna be that big of a deal. It turns out, during the winter months, it is a very big deal. We're in this financial tailspin that is just leading us nowhere. Okay, why do you think you're in the financial pickle? I don't think we should have rented the house that we live in. I don't think we should have purchased a second car. I just think that we're doing things that we can't afford. And then um, asking to cut back in areas that shouldn't be cut back. Okay, why are you doing those things if you shouldn't be doing them? Daniel, what's up? We, we moved into the, the rental house. Originally, we were in the one-bedroom apartment. Um, and my understanding was we weren't very happy in that apartment. We were uh, expecting our second child. Uh, Amanda wanted to do a home delivery with, uh, with our second child, and so we needed a home to be able to uh, um, deliver that child. And so I remember having the conversation with her and with our pastor and, uh, and with my parents about, hey, we need to get out of the apartment and, and get into a house. And so we did, and I, I'm, I'm glad that we did because I take a look at uh, the yard that our, our two-year-old is able to now play around in, and uh, it has more room. We're not as confined to a, you know, 800 okay, square foot. Why house. are you in financial trouble? We spend above our means. Why? <laughs> I mean, that's what we're trying to figure out. That's why I ask. <laughs> See, that's part of the probity process. I ask questions and you enlighten yourself with the answers. <laughs> You're a genius. Thank you. I'm just wondering if you guys have an idea of why you have X and spin Y. Because we don't know, um, we just don't know where we are exactly financially. So we get what we want and we don't know when we're going over. Okay, is that really it? I'm trying to figure it out because it I don't think this is about math. I don't think that you spend 3500 a month when you've got 3000 because you don't know the difference between 35 and 3000. I just don't keep track. Okay, so you just don't bother to keep track. Is it that it's just too negative? You don't want to think about it? Is it just that you're rebelling against it? What what is it? I think when I go to spend money, I want the emotional payoff and I just don't Care. Okay, well, let me tell you, therapy's cheaper than shopping. <laughs> you, you, really, you can't give yourself a fix with money. And, and listen, when we I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you exactly why I think you're in the situation you're in, exactly what I think you need to do to get out of it, and exactly why I think you're going to resist it till the cows come home. We'll be right back. I want to introduce you guys to Ashley, who says that she has been able to slash her grocery bills by more than half. I spend a fraction today of what I used to spend a year ago. Now, Ashley has put together a list of items she says you should never pay full price for. The first page of a book never tells the full story. 
And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. There are hundreds of ways to save money. Garage sales are a great place for families to save, especially if you have little kids and you need to buy clothes. We like to shop on eBay for books, CDs, computer supplies. Craigslist is a great place to buy furniture. Freecycle is another place people can save. America's cheapest family, the Economides, have been giving us their tips uh, for living on less. In these tough economic times, it's more important than ever to learn how to get the most out of your money. Now, Daniel and Mandy say they need help sticking to their budget and worry they won't be able to make ends meet if they don't curb their spending. Now, look, I've got a theory. And my theory is that people don't get into financial problems because they don't have enough money. They don't get into financial problems because they don't know how to add and subtract in their checkbook or on their budget sheet. Would you agree that that's true with you? You know how to do the math. You can add and subtract. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, did you even do long division in school? I mean, we yeah. <laughs> all figured it out, right? We know that, but you don't like to think about this. And you even said, we bought this house because we needed it. We could justify it. Sure. But you couldn't afford it. In the, in the budget, we can. We can. If, if the numbers work the way that they're laid out, then, those, then the budget works. But if we go over in any of those areas, then, of course, it doesn't work. And? It doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> because it, you, you have no room. I mean, if you, you are so tight on the budget. If you get so much as a head cold, you're bankrupt. When you took bankruptcy in 04, you were, had a certain financial profile that was very negative. True? Sure. But you took bankruptcy, and so it pretty much wipes all that out, right? Right. Would you agree that your financial profile today is pretty much exactly the way it was when you took bankruptcy? Yes. Okay, so ex exactly my point. You were able to wipe all of that out and get a fresh start, and you're right back where you were when you wiped it out before. Why? Because you do things based on what you need, what you think you deserve, what you think you are entitled to. You ain't much on clipping these coupons, are you? Because you don't want to do that. You wouldn't. Would you go to Susie's store and shop? Be honest. Oh, I would, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, now you would because you've met her. <laughs> and she's a classy lassie with a classy store. So you say, yeah, okay, maybe. And, and that's good. Okay, you have to make decisions based on what you can afford. Not what you need. Not what you're entitled to. Not what you can justify. Wonderful that your child has a yard to run around in. But I'd love for them to run around in a yard they can afford, that their parents can give them a stable future. You have to take the emotionality out of it, take the denial out of it, and deal with it. So I want to introduce you guys to Ashley. Uh, she's a stay-at-home mom who says that she has been able to slash her grocery bills by more than half and has even started a website to help others do the same thing. Now, take a look at how she does it, and then we'll talk some more. If couponing's not done right, it's definitely a waste of time. Staying organized is very important. I keep all of my Sunday coupons in a binder. Inside here, I have things organized by store and also by type of coupon. I also go to my website, frugalcouponmom.com, 
I create my own shopping list, copy and paste it on a Word document, and voila, I have my shopping list for the stores. Buy things that are on sale, combine them with manufacturer and store coupons, and stockpile. I spend a fraction today of what I used to spend a year ago, and I come home with double or even triple the products. Now, Mandy says cutting coupons is a waste of time. So I asked frugal coupon mom Ashley to teach Mandy some tricks that could help her cut her grocery bill, not a little bit, but in half. Take a look. Mandy, let me show you my best friend. This here is the coupon bag. Inside, I have my folder, my binder with all my coupons, and most importantly, the envelope for the store. Do you take this with you everywhere you go? Staying organized is so important. Ready to go save money? Let's go. Let's go. I wrote up a shopping list. Here's what I normally buy in a week. Very specific. Part of this is being flexible. You cannot remain loyal to brands. All right, Mandy, $1.28. We have three dollar off coupons. Three cans of Miracle Tomatoes for 28 cents. That is amazing. Let's get three. When I usually purchase these, they're between two and three dollars. So I have here two dollar off coupons, any Cascadian item. Let's get cereal. Which one do you like? I like this one. Grab two. We are gonna get a salad dressing that retails for a little under $4 for about 78 cents. Wow. Bring in your competitor store flyer and a lot of these big discount stores like Walmart will match the sale price. You ready to go check out? Let's go. I can't wait to see how much we save. Me too. The total was $74.74. So how much did we save? With the coupons we saved $57.14. Wow. Which brought your grand total down to what? $17.60. Good job. That's amazing. Are you one over? I am, I'm convinced. Well, thanks to Walmart for letting us shoot there. They've got great money-saving tips on their website, walmart.com. You notice when so many people are having trouble right now, uh, like Walmart's doing really well because they understand that people are looking for value and so that's what they're offering. Now, and I'm a huge fan of Walmart, obviously. They sell a lot of my books, which I know. <laughs> Good All right, now, so listen, you, you say $57. And you say, you, you, when you were walking out, you said, yeah, I'm one over. Eh, I'm not so much getting you on that. I mean, do you really get this? We have a pretty specific diet, and so I just assume that there's not going to be any coupons or any discounts on the things that I like But that's to not eat. true, is it? It's not. I mean, you can get healthy foods with coupons, right? That's correct. They do have a very specific diet, and part of couponing is being flexible. However, the manufacturers know that people are going green and going organic, so they are producing those coupons. It, we obviously got a lot of organic food for very cheap. Yeah, I mean, you really did, and again... You, you do what you can afford to do. And I'm not saying not eat healthy and not feed your children healthy because you need to. Now, Ashley has put together a list of items she says you should never pay full price for. So you say shampoo, conditioners, toothpaste, cereal, pain meds, makeup, frozen vegetables, cheese, butter, soup, cleaning products, canned vegetables, pasta, pasta sauce, box foods, paper <laughs> products, all of these things. Why do you never pay full price for these? They go on sale, they have coupons. There's no reason to pay full price. And while their list is very specific, there's a lot of other areas they can be saving that maybe does not matter in terms of being organic. For example, toiletries, beauty products, medicine, baby items. 
by saving money on all of these things, their grocery list is definitely going to come down. And the organic coupons definitely do exist. Okay, and there are two things that depress people, budgets and diets. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm on a diet, I don't care, my life is over. Or I'm on a budget, I mean, life is no fun. Susie, what kind of people shop in your thrift store? Celebrities, doctors, lawyers, um, everyday people, moms, everybody shops there. It's something that you just have to adjust an ego thing and say, we're gonna be smart. All right, we gotta take a break. Up next, fun and free ways you can entertain your family. And later, a surefire way to save money at the pump. Find out how you at home can win a $1,000 gas card from Shell. Closed captioning provided by like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Recreational expenses are one of the biggest areas to sink a family. You don't have to spend a lot of money to have a lot of fun. You can stay at home and watch movies, play board games, roast marshmallows in the fireplace. I mean, you can do all kinds of things at home. We just need to be creative and stop thinking that fun is dinner and a movie. In these tough economic times, it's more important than ever to learn how to get the most out of your money. Now, Steve and Annette Economides are proud to be the parents in America's cheapest family. Now, they've been sharing their tips and tricks to make every penny count. Now, Look, you guys, I mean, people at home may be thinking, well, you know, this is the Cleaver family. <laughs> their kids are saying, sure, I'll buy a pair of $4 jeans and happy to do it. But they're saying, my kid wants designer jeans. My kid wants an Xbox. My kid wants to go to Disneyland. What do you say about that? I say, let them pay for it themselves. And, I say, the some, and I say, sometimes parents need to say no. What? Yeah. <laughs> Say no to your children? That's <laughs> blasphemy. I mean, we have an entitled generation, and that's what I'm talking about. Why are you guys okay with this? We've been, we've been raised on it, so it's normal to us. But there's nothing wrong. If your kid wants an Xbox, they will take more pride in that Xbox if they have saved the money and worked for it and paid for it with their own money. Now, Steve and Annette have some great ideas for entertaining your family without breaking the bank. Now, let's, let's see the graphic. Here, here are some things. You say, and, and again, borrow or rent a movie or two, go bowling, backyard camping, uh, miniature golf, use coupons. You get uh -huh. coupons for miniature golf? Absolutely. Yes, the, the one near us gives out coupons. And bowling is dirt cheap at a university, if you can find a university bowling alley. Okay. But it's still activity and you're together and you're having fun. The fact is that money is tight. You've got to get ego out of the way. You truly got to get ego out of the way. You've got to get emotion out of your finances and do what you can do. So maybe you go to a discount movie theater. Uh, you, you play board games and you know, they're just an excuse to be together. Uh, these guys have said have Christmas in July when everything's on sale, shop at thrift shops. Uh, you know, take free tours, go to different sort of things with that 
provide a common activity for you and your family, but it doesn't cost a lot of money. Now, when we come back, more ways to save big bucks. Plus, I'll tell you how you can win a $1,000 gas card. We'll be right back. DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by... Worried about cholesterol? Well, now you can lower it. This is Centrum Cardio, the first and only complete multivitamin that can lower cholesterol. Centrum Cardio. Travel consideration provided by... Drinking V8 vegetable juice every day may lower your risk of ever acting your age. Our shows in front of a live audience and we have a great time here don't we everybody so if you want to be in the dr phil audience go to drphil.com and click on be in the audience or call 323-461-PHIL 323-461-7445 we'll see you right here Dr. Phil, one way I save money is I pack my husband's lunch for work and we save about $150 to $200 a month. Hi, Dr. Phil. One of the ways I save money is pair classic jeans with a more inexpensive top and play it up a little bit more, save hundreds of dollars on outfits. Instead of going to a showroom or a gallery, I find my furniture at garage sales and thrift shops, refurbish them, and they become my own one-of-a-kind piece. Dr. Phil, one of the money-saving tips that we have is to take all our loose change and put it in piggy banks around the house. By the end of the year, we have enough money for our vacation in Aruba. Well, today we're giving money-saving tips and tricks to help you spend less. Now, those are just some of the ways our audience members save money. Natalie, where are you? Here. Uh, here you are. So yeah. what do you do to save money? Um, go to garage sales and thrift shops, find some furniture that most people pass over, they don't look so nice, and take them home, put new fabric, new hardware, new paint, and they'll just, you know, make a fit in your house. So, Tammy, what do you do with your husband's lunch? Well, um, I cook dinner the night before, and I always cook more than we need, so that way I can pack him a lunch the next day and he can take it to work. Okay, so what do you, what do you save a year, you think, by, by, instead of him buying lunch at work? Well, I know we save at least $150 a month. A hundred and fifty bucks a month. Yes, that's huge. I mean, when you think about that, you're you're talking about a lot of money. So, Bridget, what's your trick? My friends and I, we just find a look that we like in a magazine and find it for less. We can use accessories and and cheaper items. Um, pair a more expensive bottom with a cheaper top and make it look like an expensive outfit. If you're looking to cut down your water bill, America's cheapest family has some great. Ideas. How do you guys cut down the water bill? We uh, water selectively. We don't have a, a huge landscape with a lot of water. We put a uh, water bottle in the toilets so that we use less water there. Um, shower heads, low flow shower heads. Yeah, but you got to run around to get wet. If, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, those are fine. We, we also encourage the kids to take sailor showers, is what they're called. You know, you soap up, turn the water off while you're soaping up and then turn it back on to rinse off. See, I don't want people to start throwing out the baby with the bathwater here. <laughs> because, because you have some really good ideas. How much would you figure that saves during the year? See, it's not about each 
each little penny here and there. It's the total sum as you learn a lifestyle of conservation where the pennies add up to dollars and the dollars add up to hundreds of dollars and it helps the environment as so well. So it's a like mindset. These, it is do, a do mindset. Do you guys do this? Do you take sailor showers? Yep. Yes. You really do? <laughs> really? It gets a little cold in the wintertime, but that, that then you move faster. <laughs> this is the Cleaver family. This is the Cleaver family. We are going to be giving away a $1,000 Shell gas card to one of our viewers, and you can go to drphil.com for a chance to win. Now, you know about Shell gas, right? You, you've heard of Shell, and you know that Shell is like really good gas. Excellent. True. Uh, it ha it's nitrogen enriched. <laughs> it will actually seek and destroy gunk in your engine. <laughs> Did, you knew that, didn't you? So this was a test and you passed. So everybody in the audience is going home with a $200 gas card from Shelton. <laughs> we'll be right back. Listen, times are tough. Our country is in the midst of an economic crisis. That's why we've compiled the best financial information for you over at drphil.com. I do think it is so important for children to learn about personal finance. In fact, we're planning a whole show about how to talk to your kids about money. Now, if your son or daughter seems spoiled and entitled and you want help teaching them the realities of your money situation, Go to drphil.com and tell us your story. I'm gonna bring some kids in here and I'm gonna have the money talk with them. I'm gonna show them how to appreciate the value of a dollar. So if you want your kid to be in that class, then just click on be on the show, tell us your story and why you think your child uh, should be there. Uh, you didn't know that the whole audience fate sat on your shoulders, so you're like the shell answer woman. So that's good. I really want to thank all of my guests for being here today. America's cheapest family, the Economitas. And Susie, thank you for being here from the UCLA Thrift Shop. You guys do great work. Just really keep it up. Thank you so much. Ashley from frugalcouponmom.com. Lots of good ideas there, so go and check it out. And. And Mandy, we're, we're going to take the emotion out of finance. We're going to take the ego out, and we're going to get this budget where you're living beneath your means, right? So you got a little wiggle room. Thanks for being here today. So long. I do think it is so important for children to learn about personal finance. In fact, we're planning a whole show about how to talk to your kids about money. Now, if your son or daughter seems spoiled and entitled and you want help teaching them the realities of your money situation, 
Go to drphil.com and tell us your story. I'm gonna bring some kids in here and I'm gonna have the money talk with them. I'm gonna show them how to appreciate the value of a dollar. So if you want your kid to be in that class, then just click on be on the show, tell us your story and why you think your child uh, should be there. Uh, you didn't know that the whole audience fate sat on your shoulders, so you're like the shell answer woman. So that's good. I really want to thank all of my guests for being here today. America's cheapest family, the Economitas. And Susie, thank you for being here from the UCLA Thrift Shop. You guys do great work. Just really keep it up. Thank you so much. Ashley from frugalcouponmom.com. Lots of good ideas there, so go and check it out. And, and Mandy, we're, we're going to take the emotion out of finance. We're going to take the ego out, and we're going to get this budget where you're living beneath your means, right? So you got a little wiggle room. Thanks for being here today. So long. Yeah.